What is good, everybody? Once again, it's your boy Sherman Obed back here on What's the Word Entertainment. Uh, Obed, good to see you as always, my friend. And what's going on with you, homie? Good to see you, sir. Good to see you, sir. I'm on a, I'm on that Nelly Kelly Rowland vibes right now. <laughs> okay. I feel you maxing, relaxing, styling and profiling over there. I'm, okay. I'm about to send a, a text message from Microsoft Excel to Nelly and he about to get pissed. Because <laughs> that's, so. literally, that's literally what happened in the video. She sent my man, she opened up Excel and sent him a text like, come on, man. You don't have to be the company computer guy to figure out what she was not knowing she was doing. Come on now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that is throwback right there, dude. You remember yeah. old, the old school phones and stuff like that? It kind of takes me back a while, dude. When Fabulous had the uh, hit me on the two way, damn, <laughs> <laughs> yo, the T Mobile two uh, two way, the T Mobile yeah. sidekick and Jung, the Motorola Star Track, dude. My man Ti had a song where he said, "Hit me on my chirp, shorty, chirp back." <laughs> <laughs> Uh, you gotta love the early 2000s yo you gotta i had a early... i had a manager at the park authority that i worked at in virginia shout out to uh princeton county park authority uh and you know mark mark was your classic mark was your classic manager like he was he was just a regular dude he was not cool at all and he really was <laughs> like that he had one of the new motorola phones that had the thing it was like oh hit me up a chirp chirp and i used to be like he's so corny well shout out to mark spencer he's so corny when he was like hit me on my chirp chirp and then the song came out. Oh, the, the I was like, band. wait, wait he's the man? <laughs> You're, he was hip? And I didn't know? I chirp. Yo, yo, girl, I chirp. Yeah, I can chirp all the time. Yeah. What's good? <laughs> we used to call it, yo, in New York, we used to call it, when the little Nextel joints, we used to call it the little yeah. bleep, bleep bleeps. Here, yo, in there, bleep bleeps, huh? <laughs> <laughs> New York always has to have its own thing. New York yo, always has to have its own cool. For they real, call right? it, They called it chirp, we called it bleep. Nah, bleep bleep all day. <laughs> oh man, that's that's funny. It, me, it takes me back. It takes me back to some good old the good old days. Right. Oh man, let's get into it, old bad. We got a lot to talk about this week here. Um, and we're gonna deep dive in some football, of course. NFL. We'll even touch on a little bit of college football. But before we get into that, um, I don't know if you saw recently that um, the former Chicago Bill Bull Scotty Pippen is releasing a new memoir called Unguarded, and he has some hot takes concerning the last dance the documentary that aired about their final year with the chicago bulls their championship run and so i had some hot takes on michael jordan you know i was going to touch on this me being the mj fan that i am being the boy take it away take it away <laughs> you already know i mean yeah. first of all who does this brother think he is i don't i don't care what you say scotty pippen you ain't michael jordan <laughs> okay yeah yeah. I mean, that's, that's just that's first and foremost. Yeah. Show some respect because you know damn well Michael Jordan run that, ran, was running that squad. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's tough for me to obviously everybody wants to be the second backup singer, the second first backup singer. Mm -hmm. Like Kelly Rowland said that she was to Beyonce back in the day. Mm -hmm. As I said, we're on Kelly Rowland vibes because, you know, Kelly Rowland doesn't know Kelly Rowland's place. You can sing. You're gonna have some hits, mm -hmm. right? You might you might make a couple singles, might have some some features on there, might get little Wayne. That's fine, mm -hmm. but you're not Beyonce, exactly. And that's what Scottie Pippen doesn't understand. Scottie, have did you ever bet somebody like a few hundred thousand dollars that you could hit a free throw in a random no name game with your <laughs> eyes closed? No, because you're not that dude. Dude, and and honestly, why are you upset? Wait a second, you're mad at the dude 
who basically made his acceptance speech to the Hall of Fame all about himself. Wait a minute, you're, 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 you think he was condescending? Everybody, you know, see, the difference between most winners and Michael Jordan is that people knew that Michael Jordan was petty. Mm-hmm. You know, you're, you're, you must be brand new, Scotty. I think Word, you're just right? trying to drum up stuff so that you can sell your book. But it was the last dance. It, the entire narration was about Michael Jordan. Michael Jordan. Did you, what did you, you. you didn't think did, it was going to be? Did, he's going to make did, it on himself? Did, I don't know. They didn't. He didn't. He didn't get the headlines before the air recorded it. He didn't see the commercials leading up. Of course, it was going to be about Michael Jordan. Don't know. Ain't nobody watching those Chicago Bulls documentary to to uh, to uh, to read about Judd Bushler. Ain't nobody really know looking at those Chicago Bulls documentary to, to chill about read about B.J. Armstrong and Ron Harper. Come on, Bill Wennington, <laughs> get out of here, fam. Like, who you, listen, who Bill you... Wennington rocked so that Brian Scalabrini could run. Okay, okay, but you know what I'm saying? It's like, dude, like no one. Don't get me wrong. Let's not let's not get it twisted. Scottie Pippen yeah. is a Hall of Famer. He top is 50 one NBA in the top, history, top 50 yeah, player in the top, NBA. He think, is one yeah. of the top. Yes, he was on that top. Obviously, he made the top 75. That recently just came out. He's in the top 50, of course, absolutely. Six-time champion, two-time gold medalist, multiple uh, All-Star games. You know, yeah, no question. No, no questions about it. You know what I mean? One of the greatest players of, of all time. You know, one of the greatest defensive players of all time, too. You know what I mean? I'm not. I'm not doubting. I'm not diminishing Scotty Scotty Pippen's ability on the court. Not at all. What I'm saying is, he's got some nerve to try to talk down about Michael Jordan, that he wasn't the man. So I don't know. This is the same brother who wished that he had given condolences to Michael Jordan when his father passed. The time he came back, this is, this is after the time he came back from retirement and he made that, they made that second three-peat, still didn't do it. This is the same brother that was sitting, was, when, it was, when, when Phil Jackson, when, when Michael was out, when Michael had retired, when Phil Jackson had called a, a play to, to win the game, and he said it was going to, listen, cool coach was going to take the shot. Pippen was so petty, he didn't even want to check in the game. Yeah. That's not the sound of leadership that, you know, has you. This man just accused Michael Jordan about making everything about himself by making everything about this about him. <laughs> Dude, I can't, I just, I'm... And, and the thing about it is, and he was talking about one of the thing lines he says, you know, um, he didn't give enough praise to, the te- to their teammates and things like that. You know, first of all, that's just ed- how it got edited. Now, granted, I know that Michael, D- Michael Jordan did have some final say on the editing in the, in the direction of how it was, how it was done. But you know what? Yeah. It is what it, it made for. It made for good television because that's what, what the people want to see. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. Like, exactly. Like, we want to know about Mike. If right. you want to do your own thing, and you were in it, if he thought it was so condescending, maybe he wouldn't ask you to be in it at all, dude. You know what I'm saying? Like, and then the other part about him about LeBron thing, I'm like, uh, he's trying to say like he was trying to hype himself up more to prove that he's better than LeBron. Let me tell you this right now: he's always going to be better than LeBron. He don't got to do nothing to, to yeah. show that he's better than LeBron. We all know he's better than LeBron. I'm not saying LeBron is, 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 is terrible. I mean, LeBron, LeBron is, will be one of the top two, three players of all time, depending on if you want to put him, Kareem, or whatever like that. Yeah. Okay? No one's, no one's diminishing LeBron's ability here. But the fact that he's trying to say that Jordan was hyping up himself to showcase him to the younger generation that he's bigger, he's, he's more important than LeBron James. Dude, did y'all forget who Michael Jordan was? Did, y'all, did he forget what Michael Jordan did to the game of basketball? Yeah. Did he forget how Michael Jordan was a global icon before even so before social media even existed? Yeah. 
people in other countries knew who he was when I don't know how they even watched his games. Come on. Come on. Come on, dude. This is this is couldn't just stream the next Bulls game on a Wednesday night when they mm-hmm. play the Clippers. Right. This is Petty Pippin at his best. That's his hey, name. Hey, hi. Petty Pippin. Got us okay? spitting all over the mic over here because of you. <laughs> yeah. Grow up, man. You're old. Grow up. <laughs> dude, Let it go. I just, I just uh, oh my God. I don't I don't understand it. And he had the nerve at one point. Uh he called, you know, he called Phil Jackson racist. I didn't know that. Phil Jackson is from Montana. I don't know if Phil Jackson's ever done anything racist, but I feel like Phil Jackson is probably one of the more hip, astute, and I'm pretty sure he's not even like, he's Native American. Come on. You call Phil Jackson. Are you you serious right now? I don't know. Phil Jackson has, no, sorry. Yeah, I'm sorry. sorry. No, I, I think, I think he's just got displaced anger from not getting paid because he got conned by the front office, right? Like that's why Paxton called him. Like you got conned by them and you're putting vitriol out here to all these people who had nothing to do with that. This is the same guy who delayed his foot surgery. So to return to the team at a later point in time, if you knew your foot was messed up, why didn't you have the surgery earlier in the summer? So you can come back when the season started. No. Well, listen, maybe. Maybe Michael Thomas, excuse me, maybe, maybe Scottie Pippen, you know, didn't understand that he was needed, that the team needed him. And maybe he just didn't want to play under the scenario that he was in. Michael Thomas should, excuse me, uh, Scottie Pippen shouldn't feel that way, you know, because he should have got the surgery earlier and been there for his team. There's a little message there going into the future for you guys. <laughs> Dude, I mean, I, I, I don't know. It's, it's so baffling to me that he has the nerve to call out MJ and to suggest that, you know, he made a court, but like I said, again, of course it would, we were tuning in to see Jordan and, to, and also to see the other parts of the, of the behind the scenes footage that we hadn't seen before about that last run, but MJ was the focus. MJ is going to be the focus when they do a documentary on LeBron James's career these days, you know what I mean? His time in Miami, his time in Cleveland, his time, he, it's, he's going to be the focus. You know, I don't expect to see a whole bunch of Chris Bosch talking about, well, I, this, that, no, right. I, I'm expecting, expect them to give me the point of view of, of, uh, of LeBron. And right. then LeBron is going to go ahead and detail out how this world was to him. Right. You know, they're doing a documentaries on Tom Brady right now. You know what I mean? People are tuning in to see it to see about Tom Brady. They're not tuning in to see, no offense, to see Julian Edelman. They're not tuning in to see Danny Amendola. No. Okay? Sorry. Tuning, I came like, to see the big fish, the big it, kahuna. There, thank you. Yeah. Dude, it's just asinine. I know we got to move on. We've spent a lot mm-hmm. of time on this here, but I was just shocked about these way he's talking here. Um, and like I said, the whole thing with Pippen and MJ, their relationship might have been scarred. Being, like I said, one of the biggest, I don't think MJ got over the fact that Pippen never even offered his condolences when Jordan's father was killed, you know, that whole time. And he, Pippen I, admitted, I just don't know what to think of that. I don't even know what to think of that. Like, that's your boy. Like, I can MJ understand held that on you to have, that. you yeah. know. Like, and again, you know who you're dealing with. You know him to be a spiteful person who never puts anything away, who makes things up to get hyped yeah. against other people. And, and you literally scar him. And not to say that, I'm not guessing, I'm not downplaying Pippen's uh, effect on the team. Like I said, but Michael Jordan was putting up numbers before Pippen got into the league. Jordan was there for what, three or three, if not four seasons before Pippen was there. They Jordan revamped was, the entire team to work with him. It wasn't just like they brought Pippen. Yes, they brought Pippen in, but Pippen was a part of the entire product that they were putting together, right? right? So Jordan, like he was a piece of it, but they Jordan already had a thing set up while he was there. Jordan was averaging over 30 points a game when Pippen wasn't even in the league, okay? Let's not get it twisted. 
Jordan wasn't trash before Pippen got there. And Pippen just all of a sudden made him better. Okay. You, you know what I mean? Say what you want. Like I said, people are going to talk about LeBron and being the greatest. Jordan was still putting up numbers every single night. Okay. I just feel like everybody knows Michael Jordan at this point. I don't think that, that he was going to like, oh my gosh, guys, I couldn't have done it without any of them. I couldn't but have no, made the entire, like, right. why, so why do you let, even care about my, let me say, my let me say this stuff? Right. right. No? Let me go say on, this before on. we go out. No superstar elite athlete has ever won by themselves. Jordan, we all know he had Pippen. Kobe had Shaq. Shaq had a Kobe. D. Wade had Shaq. Then LeBron had D. Wade. Heck, uh, David Robinson had Tim Duncan at first. Then Tim Duncan had Tony Parker, Mario Ginobili. Hakeem had Clyde and those dudes. Uh, Magic had James Worthy. Bird had McHale. Ain't none of them won by themselves. So people say, oh, well, Pippen helped Jordan win. People say, no crap. Everyone helps everybody win. LeBron had to go to Miami to team up with two of the biggest names in, in, this, in the game just to win a championship. Then he went back to Cleveland with Kyrie and Kevin Love, who were all stars in their right. Okay? Now he's <laughs> in L.A. with AD and Westbrook and Carmelo. Okay? He's not – no one's doing it by themselves. No. Yeah. It's, it's, it's crazy that his – it, it almost speaks to his selfishness, but I understand where the selfishness came from because he never got his roses, right? Mm-hmm. He never got, he never got broke off with hundreds of millions of dollars if they were even making that at the time mm-hmm. in the 90s right, on an right, NBA right. contract uh, in order for him to go and start his empire. Like he's really, he was like, oh, and his little brand. What do you mean his little brand? He's the brand. Mm-hmm. You sold shoes too. You the Pippin is one of the most like uh, like well known mm-hmm. regarded by this joint. This is black oh. joints with the air on the side. Of. Oh yeah, the Pippin. Yeah, the I Pippen. got those. Yeah, right, up temples. Exactly. Oh. Right, exactly. And you I, had your so, run, dude. You got you your, had your run, but you you never tried to like build a brand around it. I didn't see you doing commercials. I didn't see you like my man made a movie. Bro, are you making movies? Are you making music videos with Michael Jackson? Like, what are you, what are you yeah, talking of about? Of course, we Michael gotta, Jordan is going to My man is Yeah, I know we got we to move on. I know we're spending too much time on this, but but it's just, I'm, I was absolutely just dumbfounded that the fact yeah, that is. Pippen had the audacity to come out and say that it was too much about my MJ in this documentary. Why do you think we were tuning in? <laughs> <laughs> like I said, we weren't tuning in to see John Paxson, Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I, I might have watched once or twice for Tony Ku coach. I'll give him that. Yeah, I get. We, I get Tony. We, we weren't tuning in to see Bill Cartwright. <laughs> These were the draws. This is how they were. T- they were paying don't, the bills, keeping the lights me, on. Don't get me wrong. They were vital parts of them teams. They helped yes. them out. Yes. Michael Jordan was the draw. Yeah. End of story. Let's move along, dude. I know we got to keep it going. Um. Let's talk about some college football quickly here. A um, couple of big games last week. And unfortunately, my Penn State Nittany Lions came up short against Ohio State. Um, Michigan lost on the road to Michigan State. Two obviously big two Big Ten clashes here. It seems like Ohio State and Michigan State are kind of the two top tiers teams in the, in the Big Ten. And Penn State had a good run to start the year. Now they've lost three straight, which is just – I guess if you want to call them overrated, call them overrated. It, it is what it is. But man, um, the, the first initial rankings of the college football playoff came out. You've got Georgia at number one, Bama at number two, Michigan State at number three, Oregon at four, Ohio State at five, and Cincinnati at six. Obed, um, let me ask you, I guess, about either of those games. 
your thought of, you know, do you think Michigan State is actually better than Michigan? We all think it's kind of easy to say that Ohio State is better than Penn State. And then your reaction to the initial CFPB rankings. Yeah, so, I mean, I <laughs> does, did anybody play defense in that Michigan-Michigan State game? It just seemed like a Big 12 matchup. Um, you know, somebody's got to stop the ball. Somebody, somebody's got to stop uh, our Andrell Anthony. My goodness gracious. Uh, that kid is probably going to play on Sundays, uh, you know, six for 155 and two touchdowns, uh, the long of 93. I mean, the kid was spectacular. It's, it's unfortunate that he could have had him underneath on that interception play that closed out the game. Uh, they probably could have kept the chains moving. Um, you know, what can be said about uh, uh, Kenneth Walker? My goodness. The, uh, this young man went 23 for 197 and five touchdowns, you know, I mean, they, they didn't get much out of uh, the quarterback, but did they really need to, when you can control the clock by running the ball. Um, Mm -hmm. But it, it just, you know, and no slouch on Michigan side too, but you know, they're almost got got 200 rushing yards, almost 200 rushing yards and, and Kent Walker had 197 of them. It's it's insanity. Um, I, I mean, okay. So I'm, I'm fine with the ranking. I don't think that the rankings are, are off by any means there is a undefeated sec team in first place i think everybody can agree that that's what we expect to see in the rankings at this time of the year right um i I, you know alabama being back in there again early loss doesn't seem to hurt them uh i like oregon state being at five knowing that they're right on the cusp and they can work their way back michigan ohio state at five ohio State. i'm talking about his five ohio state five i think michigan state is fine i think if michigan state plays like that yeah okay but i just don't think they have the quarterback and that they would need to go out here and play a big game i don't think they have the defense they need to go out here and play a big game but again we'll see what happens if they last right you look Mm -hmm. at their schedule i don't particularly uh see a I just don't yeah. see them having any losses. Maybe that Penn State, mm-hmm. maybe Penn State could shock them. I think they could beat Ohio State. Um, but we'll yeah. see when we get to that game. I was a little, I guess, a, I guess a little shocked that um, Michigan State, even though they're undefeated, totally, I get that. No, no, you know, I mean, that's that's gonna, you know, weigh heavily. That Oregon might not have been a, a, ahead of them. You know, Michigan State's resume right now, they beat Miami before this weekend. <laughs> the before beat, like I said, before this weekend, the only ranked team they beat might was Miami. You know, um, like I said, they just beat Michigan, who was who was six before. Um, like I said, that's really it. That's the only other one that it's kind of soft, soft schedule, you know. That was my only thing about it. I was like I said, I'm not mad about it. You know, again, you know, I don't, yeah. it's not a big deal that Oregon is sitting at um, number four instead of number three and Michigan State's at number three instead of number four. But I just was a little surprised by that just because like, you know, strength of schedule wise and everything, you know, I mean, how uh, soft is Oregon's schedule? Like who are they playing? Yeah. But for all, again, they, they're the one, they beat Ohio State. Remember that, you know what I mean? In the first game of the year, you know, they play okay. in the pack, they play in the, the pack 12, you know, so um well you know it's 10 teams we, if we can if we can say hey an early loss doesn't really matter yes you got the win but is that the team that they we think we're going to see at the end of the year mm-hmm. i would think that that ohio state team is a far better now than they were when they lost to them okay true i mean yeah, yeah. oregon's schedule isn't the greatest they had a they had a, a seven point loss to stanford you know at on the road um you know the rest of the teams aren't that good so i i, I get yeah. it so like i said i'm not mad at it but i so i got because i get it i just was a little shocked by it that's all but yeah i mean 
Ohio State sitting at five. Cincinnati, I guess it's going to be rough for Cincinnati to get much higher unless they have to run the table. Cincinnati cannot get in without running the table. That's for sure. Um, you're not going to have, you know, a non-power five team get in with, with a one loss. That's just the reality of the situation, you know, because I just, I just even, they would have to be blowing every team out by like mm-hmm. 60, like 60 to whatever, 63 to something, you know what I mean? And giving up yeah. nothing to think that they would deserve a shot to come out here and play with the big boys. If they're housing mm-hmm. people like that, you know, mm-hmm. it rem- would it'd be like Hawaii back in the day uh, with mm-hmm. uh, was that Colt Brennan? Was that Colt mm-hmm. Brennan? Yeah, I think uh, it was. Yeah. Uh, rest in peace. Yeah. You know, and so I'm not like, I'm not surprised. I'm really not surprised Cincinnati's at six, just because like I said, conference during the AAC conference it's like you're not going to get the value you have unless you're in the power five we all know what power five runs it big 10 big 12 uh sec acc and the pac-12 that's it you know what i mean they they run the pack the power five conferences run run the show everybody else is just kind of chilling chilling in the dust you know so but hey it's it's only it's early on it's the first week you know I like Alabama at number two. Like I said, I still think Alabama is the best team in the country, even though Georgia's number, Georgia's undefeated. That's obviously going to come out to the SEC championship game as long as they keep both keep winning out. So yeah, we'll see. They're how on a collision course. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So we'll see how it goes. But hey, like I said, it's early on. So we'll see how it goes. Let's keep it going, Obed. Let's get into some NFL um, recap here from week eight. One of the biggest stories um, from last week was Tennessee running back Derrick Henry suffering a season ending, excuse me, season ending foot injury. This is absolutely horrible, not only for the Titans, but for, but for me, damn it, because he was my number one draft pick in fantasy. Okay, you should feel sorry for me. Everyone should feel sorry for me because I was it's, rocking it's with Derrick Henry. Derrick Henry is that dude. King Henry, big dog, always eats. It's unfortunate that he's going to miss dude. so much time. Yeah, I mean, obviously it's unfortunate. He's hurt. He's out for the year. To me, the Tennessee Titans are done. They might make the, they might make the playoffs, um, just given the fact that their division is so absolutely awful, um, with with Jacksonville and 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 Houston in that in that division. You know, the Colts, uh, you know, they had a chance to you know, come out with that victory over Tennessee. They blew it. You know, they probably will make the playoffs because being the division winner by default. But let's just say it now. I don't even think there's anything to argue about. The Tennessee Titans are not doing anything in the playoff. They're, they're done. It's over. Without King, they will go as far as King Henry takes them. And they don't have King Henry. They brought in Adrian Peterson, but he ain't, he ain't the AP of, of, of 2012. No, not at all. You know? Not at all. It, it, it's a hard sell to think they can make a move. I mean, I, I don't know if they put more on Ryan Tannehill's plate, if they try to get the air game going. They've seen some great production from A.J. Brown of late. Uh, Julio still injured, maybe just can't shake that bug. But, mm-hmm. you know, it's it's... I, I would say if anything is able to hold them back, uh, it's their schedule. The division, I don't think the division is much of a concern for them. Obviously, like you had identified, they've got, got some stinkers in there between Houston and Jacksonville. Uh, but, you know, their schedule plays very nicely for them where I only really see two to four losses the rest of the season. Um, I would say they've got an L against the Rams, the Saints, uh, potentially the Niners, Patriots, or Pittsburgh, you know, two of those, one or two of those teams as well um you know so the question there is do you think seven or five wins right because they it's a chance to lose two or four gets them in the playoffs and i think they do you know i mean if they get if they have they're six and two right now if they get seven wins they're 13 and two if they get 13 and uh 
uh, four, four, excuse me. Yeah. Uh, and if they get five wins, they're going to be uh, 11 and six, right? So mm-hmm. I mm-hmm. think they're going to be some 11 and six wild card teams since, but, you know. But will the Colts be that? Because remember, they, all they got to do is win the division. They got to just be finished better than the Colts. Think about it. Because we know the, uh, what's it, uh, Jacksonville and Houston, they're not, they're not doing, they, they each have one win apiece. They're not Absolutely. doing anything. Anyway. They're terrible. Yeah. So all you I mean, gotta obviously do is- your, your first your first thing foremost is to win your division. division. Yes, say I believe playoff. that the Colts are going to win the division, but I still you think, think so. You think so? Oh, I hundred percent believe the Colts could win that division. And okay. now that King Henry is gone, oh, absolutely. You know, this would be a different conversation if they knew that they were going to have the one thing you need that they've always leaned on late in the mm-hmm. year to win games, which is the run game. Right? Mm-hmm. He comes back from this is a Liz Frank injury. This is probably one of football's most debilitating foot injuries. It's over. Right. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> Jonathan Taylor is going to heat up. He's going to be able to run effectively. They still have Marlon Mack. They did not trade him. They still have Naheem Hines. They could start turning him loose. Carson Wentz is playing a lot better than the two boneheaded plays that he made. I have no idea why he tried to left hand something like that in the end zone. Um, <laughs> but I, I just think they could be an 11 win wild card team. I think there's a possibility there. Okay. All right. Well, we'll see. How, I'll see how that goes. And, and other injury news through another game where we're going to talk about the Saints and Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Uh, Saints did win the game, but Jameis Winston suffered a torn ACL in that one, which was rough. He was starting to really kind of get things rolling for them. Um, like I said, the Saints did come out with the victory, which was kind of a shocker. Brady threw a pick six right at the end of the game. But what's your thought on the, on the outlook of the Saints rest of the year without Jameis Winston um, cause I'm thinking, you know, do they go the Trevor Simeon, Simeon came in and finished the game, but Taysom Hill was in the concussion protocol. So he wasn't available. So, but let's say Taysom Hill is available. Do they go with Simeon or do they go with Hill? I mean, I, I feel like they were trying to hide Simeon in this game, you know, 16 for 29, 159 and a touchdown. It's, it, it, it wasn't crisp, but it wasn't terrible. That being said, they know they can win with Jameis with a, with a, a Taysom. They know that they can run the kind of offense they want to run with Taysom. It's not pretty, but he can do it. I don't know if he's clear concussion protocol. They're saying that it's uh, he, he's practicing and he's probably progressing through it, but uh, he's not been clear just yet. Um, I mean, it's a, it feels like a sinking ship, right? Like they have no heir apparent as far as a quarterback. Um, you know, they can obviously hang with one of the better teams in the division. Also the, uh, previous Super Bowl winner um and man Brady had a bad end of the game but as far as a day mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. 28 of 43 75 four touchdowns gosh if one of those picks hadn't been a pick six it's still not a bad day like he's right, out right. here torching you know right yeah he's putting up numbers of course um and then then they get the news that Michael Thomas is going to remain out for the year he will not play at all this season uh I think the news just gets worse for the Saints you know Sitting at five and two right now, half a game back of the Buccaneers for first place in the division. It started things were starting to kind of turn around for them. But yeah, I think the Saints are kind of probably they're probably done. If they have to go rely on Simeon or even Taysom Hill for the rest of the year, I think they're done. I think it's easy to say that the Bucs are going to win that division. Um, you know, it's it's just rough. These injuries, man, these injuries are piling up. I feel like we could just talk about the injuries for like a whole entire show here, dude. Okay. It's just it's okay. it's just it's just out of control. Um yeah. But I mean, their chances of making the playoffs for the Saints, I don't know now what I mean. Like I said, they're five and two right now, but I can I could feel them going on a skid here without Jameis Winston. You know, um, looking at their schedule, 
you got an easy one. It should be an easy one coming up with the Falcons this week. Then you got the Titans again without Derrick Henry, so it should be better. The Eagles are kind of soft. Then you got the Bills on Thanksgiving at home. That's going to be a rough one. You got the Cowboys, easy one against the Jets. You got the Buccaneers again. So, you know, uh, I, I'm not too sure. The NFC is obviously loaded with talent this year, so it's going to be it's going to be a tough for the Saints for sure to get get to make a to make a playoff run. Yeah, I got to agree with you on that one. It, it's it's uh. The thing is, they lack depth. That's really what the story of this is. While injuries do hurt, we felt Jameis is shaky all year long. No, we we we've known that you weren't gonna get top flight. You know, he came out the bang with 154 yards or what, 58 yards and five touchdowns, right? But pretty pedestrian the next week after that. You know, really couldn't get a rhythm together. Was making some plays here or there. It's like, oh, he doesn't have weapons. Maybe when Michael Thomas gets back uh etc cetera, etc cetera. unfortunately he's out for the year now like you said we talk about injuries all the time it's really a question mm. of depth like did you mm. who is here to step in i know comments have been made like well why don't they reach out to some of the people on the shelf i just why should they not pick up the phone and call cam newton i just don't think you're getting anything with cam newton I, again he cannot play beer pong mccorkle <laughs> jones has showed us that and of course because he just came out of college obviously he knows how to play beer pong you got to hit water you got to hit the cup mm-hmm. uh, and and he's doing it to an effect that i would be shocked if the patriots are unable to sustain a lead of at least a possession it might only be three points but at least a possession in some games because they can get the ball out now is jacoby myers going to score a touchdown probably not but you know the inability of these teams to to get back after it and have a product that can keep going. It does not even about like being the current NFL style, right? Running quarterback, all that stuff. Mm. Um, It's all about like, do you have the depth to keep going? The saints do not. Yeah. uh, It's funny because they just brought, they just brought back um, Mark Ingram to to help out with the new. And and Kenny Stills. Stills. But you know, we'll see how it goes with the saints. Um, Let's keep it going, dude. Um, Dallas had a very impressive win, I thought, against Minnesota on Sunday Night Football without Dak Prescott at the helm. Cooper Rush. Yes, I said it. Cooper Rush. would <laughs> led the Cowboys to a, to a victory here over the Vikings 20-16. to 16. Quickly, your thoughts on this game. Great game. I mean, it was, it was really well. Really well played out by the Cowboys. Uh, Cedric Wilson, 50 yards on a dart mm-hmm. to uh, C.D. Lamb. My goodness, a huge mm, game-changing play. Dime. He dropped the, a dime. Oh, like, I guess there's nothing this kid can't do. I mean, you know, Cooper Rush, just no, showing the moment wasn't too big for him to come out here and, and get, get that W. I mean, this team is on a six-game win streak, you know, in a thriller that they probably could have won that Buccaneers game uh, right. and be 7-0. You know, I... I I'm very much on board for what is a very dominant, very able to dictate the course of the game Cowboys team that doesn't seem to be Cowboysing things like they used to in the past. You know? <laughs> oh, don't um, worry. It's still early. You think, you think it's the still holiday early? season? I, the holiday season is not upon us just quite yet because there will be the gift of the Cowboys deflating and, 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 and uh, coming up short as they always do. <laughs> 
that will be the <laughs> gift that keeps on giving each and every single year for the Dallas Cowboys. Don't get me I want to see it. I okay? want to see it. I want to yes. see it because this team, this team might break the mold. I know Trevon Diggs is going to have a reason uh, to, to for them not to end up in that hole if he keeps picking off. A, uh, he has Absolutely. he has five interceptions on the season. Uh, the number one team in the league with interceptions is his team, the Dallas Cowboys. They have eight. He caught five. That man is amazing. This dude, um, this dude is bowling. Yeah. out no matter of fact he has seven interceptions on the year oh excuse me he has seven interceptions through seven games oh my goodness gracious he's good for one a year one a week yeah he could get paid buttloads <laughs> of money in the english premier league with those stats yeah and he, and he, this is the one this is the one game he didn't have an interception this game this is the one game wow. he didn't know oh, you know that's right, that's right, that's right. this is the one wow. game he didn't have an interception but yeah the dallas cowboys gotta say man i mean are they the best team in the nfc or even the nfl nfc Man, I really want to see them play the Rams. And I guess for that to happen, they'd have to make the, it'd have to be in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if they're better than the Rams. I don't know. Because the Rams are high potent, high powered. Mm-hmm. Uh, they play mm-hmm. good defense. They've added to their defense. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, yeah. You know, I mean, I might have to give the edge to the Cowboys because they just have the tight ends that can play. We haven't even seen what Blake Jarwin can do. And Dalton Schultz looks amazing. Yeah. Um, what do you think? You know, I, I I think they're right there. I think they're two or maybe three in the NFC. Um, to me, it's still even with that loss, um, the Buccaneers are still ahead of them. That other loss, okay. and to me, it's it's the Rams. You know, great, great segue, Obed. We were going to talk about it. the Rams adding to their defensive prowess, trading for Broncos linebacker Von Miller for two draft picks next year in twenty twenty two. I mean, Von Miller, Aaron Donald, Jalen Ramsey. <laughs> need I need I say more? I mean, their their defense is missing another stud. You'll remember when they went to the uh, Super Bowl, they had a line that uh, featured, I believe, uh, Brockers was there. Uh, they had Indomitian and Sue, and they also had Aaron Donald. So they mm-hmm. did like to have two beasts out there that force a lot of attention. Mm-hmm. I don't know how Leonard, Leonard Floyd can Miller still do it. You know. Yep. Exactly. I don't know how they they don't have a free roaming Von Miller at all times. Yeah, you know, and it was it was funny. I I always thought it was interesting that they they released uh, wide receiver Deshaun Jackson. You know, he was upset. He wasn't getting enough burn on the field. They were trying to trade him. They got no offers. They released him. He was a good deep threat. I thought, even if it may be a secondary or third, you know, third or third option, whatever the case may be, is I was kind of surprised by that. But mm-hmm. to me, it's still the Rams, man. You know, I, again, I'll say it again. I picked. I picked the Rams to win it all, you know, before the season started. The Super Bowl's in SoFi Stadium in L.A. I think the Rams will be the second team to win their Super Bowl at their home stadium. And, you know, the Rams, they're what, they're still sitting at, you know, they're still sitting at the top, at the top of one of the top teams in the league um, at, uh, what, seven and one. So, I mean, this, I think the Rams probably have the best defense in fall football right now. This just adding Von Miller makes the best, one of the best defense. Well, the Bucks will have a great defense. We just talked about the Cowboys having a phenomenal defense. We know with Trayvon Diggs, probably defensive player of the year so far. Uh, This, this, this trade was big for the Rams, dude. This trade was definitely big for the Rams. So uh, NFC resurgence. Can we agree that the NFC seems to be where all the action is now? After years of dominance of the AFC, tons of dynasties over there. Mm -hmm. All of the big competition is over there. Even more amazing that Tom Brady went out there off a fresh team, won the Super Bowl, and it's still competitive the second year when you think that that was slump. Right, right, right. So it's the NFC is definitely running running the show right now. I would say the NFC is running. Just just looking at looking at the records, um, the only bad NFC team you really have is the Detroit Lions at zero and eight. 
Yeah. You know, you've got three one law, three one win teams in the AFC. So we'll leave it. We'll leave, we'll leave it there. And and really, from the football that we've seen, can we not say that the Detroit Lions are probably better than a team like the Jacksonville Jaguars? Yeah, the Detroit Lions got holes on a couple last minute, like heroics, like the 66 yard field goal from Justin Tucker. You know, right. some mir- it took some miracle, a lot of miracle last minute plays. Two back to back field goals in the last like 50 seconds or whatever. Yeah. So, Pulled out yeah. all the stops and really gave the Rams a, a game for the ages, you know. Mm-hmm. Like, I think, yep. Uh, yeah. yeah. Yep. All right. Let's keep it going, Obed. Um, before we get into, I want to actually want to skip over our next topic and go over something yeah. else uh, really quickly. Um, it was breaking news earlier this morning that Aaron Rodgers of the, of the Green Bay Packers will miss Sunday's game against the Kansas City Chiefs due to being testing positive for COVID-19. So he is out. Um, quickly, do the, do the Packers even have a chance in this game against the Chiefs without Aaron Rodgers? Um, I mean, I don't know. Listen, look, this is this, when you say the Chiefs, like, what do you mean? Because we're talking about a Chiefs team that could barely make it happen against the Giants, a depleted <laughs> Giants at that, and mm-hmm. only won by three points. Even uh, uh, Patrick Mahomes himself, when asked, like, uh, how convincing of it, and he immediately, like, had that look on his face, like, um, yeah, no, I wouldn't actually use the word convincing. We're just going to get after it and try to get better because we got a short week and these things are coming up. Um and I think it's obvious that the Kansas City Chiefs we see in this situation in this season, they're not world beaters. They are not. They are trying to win games just like everybody else, and they have to work real hard to be in them. A lot of the window dressing, a lot of stuff they're doing is because there's only like five, six studs on their team in total, you know. Uh, so <laughs> they're trying to keep the ship together that I think, I, I think they're a team that you can get a W off of. You know, I think that without some of the calls, like I think there were like 12 penalties against the the uh, Giants. You know, I can't be gonna correct me if I'm wrong. Um, I just don't. Uh, I think Aaron. I think an Aaron Rodgers-less Packers team because you know he was out there uh, without Devontae Adams, uh, hamstrung without Alan Lazard as well, and they mm-hmm. still found a way to get it. They've but, got enough. But, of- he, but you had Aaron Rodgers. Which he had in Rodgers. Hey, listen, he, he, he was almost the reason they lost at the end when he couldn't convert on fourth down and then threw a pick. Okay. You know, I mean, I don't think it's a big deal. He's going to miss one game, you know, because he's probably going to bounce back. Most of these football players uh, who get COVID, you know, it's not a big deal for them. They got to bounce back quickly. Not that COVID's not a big deal. Get mm-hmm. you, these athletes were in pristine condition and shape and things like that. They bounce back pretty quickly. Um, but without Aaron Rodgers, we're going to see what Jordan Love is made of, first and foremost. We're going to see what really Jordan Love is made of going against Patrick yeah, Mahomes and the Kansas City Chiefs, you know, the quote-unquote era parents to Aaron Rodgers here. Um, I'm excited to see what it's what it's going to be like. Um, but uh, can, can, we, that- can we talk about the elephant in the room here? That, that Aaron Rodgers had been touting that he was vaccinated, you know, most of the season. But, you know, it comes out that he is anything but vaccinated. Mm that uh i did not i did not know that rogers received uh and this is from the nfl rogers received homeopathic treatment for his from his personal doctor to raise his antibody levels and ask the nfl to review his status the league pointed rogers to the protocols which do not account for such an exemption for players uh rogers remained subject to a variety of restrictions daily testing mask wearing high-risk close contact protocol that would force him to isolate five days based on interaction with a positive individual, even if he tested negative, because he is not vaccinated. So I guess he went and got like deer antler spray or something like that. <laughs> and I wonder if he is one of the reasons why some other people on the team have COVID, 
yeah, because man. he's the unvaccinated guy. It's running through that organization like wildfire right now. Like last week, you know, Adams yeah. was out, Lazard was out, you know, close yeah. contact and things like that. Now it's it's it, it's they're now that fact that Rodgers is positive, he's been probably been around half the team, especially yeah. the offense. Are there going to be any more players who test positive or, or, or trace contacting and things like that, you know? Yeah. Um, now that's something that could swing a game. If we're talking about the head coaches and on the sidelines, right. two of the best defensive players are not there. They just mm-hmm. let go of Jalen Smith, if I'm not mistaken. Yes, they did. Uh, so, you know, so I, I, I think that it could also be a question of depth. You know, just like I said with the Saints, if, if there are reasons people are out, you know, and let's, let's be honest here. This is what you get after going out on Halloween, if nothing else, right? <laughs> like maybe people should have been at home. People were out partying just like they usually do. I, I'm assuming we're going to see a whole lot of these. Noah Fant is out right now. You know, that we've got uh, Aaron Rodgers. There are going to be more people going out as they test positive and coming back from partying again. Um, you know, so I, I think there's, a, there's something to be said there that maybe Kansas City could pull this off against a depleted Packers team. Yeah, for sure. Let's get into our last topic before we kind of go to our normal segue of you right, you mad, in our picks. Um, so, some unfortunate news came out in the NFL today that uh, Las Vegas wide receiver Henry Ruggs III was involved in a car accident that caused the death of another individual. Um, he was charged with tra- driving under the influence, causing death which uh, absolutely, first and foremost, is completely unfortunate. Condolences out to that family and everyone's affected by that, the, the victim. And this was just absolutely crazy to, to see this headline. Um, he was sub- subsequently released by the Las Vegas Raiders, um, but it was told that he was driving, just seconds before the cradle crash, he was driving 156 miles per hour. 156 six and Man. not and and so he's gonna, he's gonna get reckless reckless driving too he's gonna, so he's gay he's driving under the influence of, of, of alcohol resulting in death and reckless driving what the hell was he thinking first of all no one should be driving under the influence that's the first and foremost yeah second of all especially this is one of my biggest pet peeves about athletes celebrities and in person anyone being rich let me let me kind of go off topic just for one second oh bad people you know they see these guys he's he's uh these dudes who get locked up whether it be hip-hop artists or whatever getting bags for having have that carrying a gun you know they're, they're in their in their case whatever on the tour bus or whatever it is like that right dude why not hire security who can legally carry you have the money to pay for that why not but you want to do it yeah, I'd have fall guy. Jay Z had a fall guy. Did he? Did he had fall? Did he had shine? Right? <laughs> you know. Hey, who, who shot first? <laughs> Got him. You know what I mean? But these dudes and the, who athletes, whatever it is, get a car service, call a Uber, a Lyft, whatever it is. The Raider, as a matter of fact, the Raiders offer a car service to all their players. They actually offer it through the teams. Why not call the car stuff? Because not because you're trying to stunt 101 and show off your whip. And when you go out into the club, matter of fact, half the time when you go out with your car, nobody's going to see it because you're going to be parked in the parking lot. So who are you showing your car off? Who are you trying to be? Who are you trying to floss for? Everybody, every athlete, every other athlete got a got a crazy car and shit like that. You know what I mean? It's it's crazy. This is by far one of the dumbest things people do. Not only you really you're rich or not, you should be doing it in the first place. But the fact that you have those 
you have access to all these other alternatives and means, you know, how could you let this happen? Is there any viable excuse here to let Robert? There's no excuse. I mean, you put the, he was there, also had another individual in the vehicle with him. You know, you're putting individuals' lives in danger. I can understand being young and, and enjoying the fast life. Um, I just mm. don't think that there's any place for it to get behind the wheel. I can also understand not using your uh, employer's driving service because the last thing you would want to know is that they checked out a vehicle to come pick you up at 3.30 in the morning, you know, when maybe you could be, I don't know, not drinking at until 3.30 in the morning. Hey, I don't, I shouldn't say what but you're doing no, on your off were, day. They were, exactly, it's an off day. You know, it is what it is. It's an off day, but you know, you're, your job is to be a professional athlete. I don't think consuming poison helps you in that, but that's just my but, prerogative. But don't, but don't you think they would rather, rather him call the car service to have something like this happen? 100%, 100%. You, have right. you could have called an Uber. He, he, he could call, he, call a black car. You got money, upgrade yourself. Treat dude, yourself. you a first round pick. You got bread. I mean, it's a shame. quickly it's a before shame. we, any chance he plays in the NFL again? Barring, let's, we don't, we don't know what's going to happen legal, on the legal side. Cause he can get, he can get two years. He can get 20 years, whatever it is, you know, what, depending on what happened on the legal side, any chance he plays in the NFL again? Um, I mean, he could probably be on like the Eagles practice squad by like 2030, but <laughs> I don't, I don't particularly see a path for him, especially if, in the resulting loss of life, you know, we, we do see what Michael Vick went through for the, the mm-hmm. death of, uh, of, you know, animals, animals, you know, pets. Yeah. And so <laughs> I, I think there are some things that I, listen, he's going to have his days in court. I'm sure there's going to be a few of them. Once all that's cleared up, we'll go from there. Mm-hmm. He is still very young. You know, I, I can only imagine there's just so much recklessness in what he's done, but he's not the first person to do this. Millions of people are doing not this. At all. You know, this is, <laughs> it's, it's highlighted because he is considered a high profile character at a young age. Right. Um, but this is, this is nothing new. If this will play. But the crazy thing about out. this is yeah. you mentioned, this isn't the first time. I know we're going to, we got to move on. Yeah. Um, a former wide receiver in the NFL who played for, um, was it the Saints, um, Eagles, even the Brown, Dante Stallworth. Okay. Back in what was it? Uh, I think in 2005, he drove under the influence, struck and killed a man. He got 30 days in jail, bro. Yeah. My, Michael Vick funded a funded a dog fighting ring, got almost damn near two years. Public perception. To me, to me, to me, the two crime. I, I, don't, I don't know. I don't know. I feel like, dog, so I, I don't know. Maybe you think there, there, different, there are people like, in this world who would kill someone over their dog. You know, I, I understand that, but you know, because I'm not going to, yeah, I don't want to get into arguing. Yeah. I don't want to get people yeah. coming at us and talking about lives and animals. So that's not what I'm talking about here. I'm just talking about the fact that Stallworth struck and killed a man. He got 30 days in jail as part of a plea deal. And he got some community service, if I'm not mistaken. So, yeah, there very, was a lot of stuff he was, behind that case. The, like the individual, like was wearing headphones and like ran out into the street. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? So, like, yeah. Dante Stallworth was not wrong 
to have struck that person, it was more of like a true accident. Like you, you can't just cut off into the roadway. Yeah, you know? no, I get that. You know, <laughs> but he was still char- charged with DUI, though. That's the thing. And DUI manslaughter, if I'm was, not mistaken. It was uh, so, the same state. Was that in the same state? That was in Miami, right? Well, that was I assume that was in Florida. Uh, it was in Florida. It was in Florida. I think it was in Miami. It's, yeah, it's Miami. Yeah, I think it was in Miami. As a matter of fact, and he okay. came back and he came back and played in the NFL. So I think there's a chance, depending on the the outcome of the tri- of this case, legally. Yeah. Is a chance Hud Ruggs could come back, but let's He's move just along. So young, yeah, 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 so young. Let's keep him going, Obed. Um, let's get to our next segment. Of course, is the usual. You right, you mad. Um, I'm going to say to you first, Obed. This is for you, for your Patriots. Your Patriots will not make the playoffs this year, Obed. Sherman, you mad? Mm. Now tell, I don't want to. I don't want to go out and say that they, you know, could be a difference maker in the playoffs. I think that they have a chance to get to the playoffs. Do I think they have a chance to be a long card team? You look at their schedule. I see an opportunity for them to rattle off a few wins here, but mm-hmm. they've got a murderer's row uh, in November, early December. They're going to go and they'll play the Titans at home. They'll then play the Bills away. Then they'll play at the Colts. Then they'll come home to the Bills again. You know, I, I think as a four and four team, I guarantee them those three losses. That's a four and 17. Uh, I think they could run table the next four games, or excuse me, the next three games, right? So seven and four, seven and seven, 10 and seven. You know, I, I think there's a chance. I don't know. Like you said, the uh, worst team in the NFC is the 0 and 8 uh, uh, Detroit Lions. And there's three teams that have a one that have one loss. While we are only talking about seven spots here, I just it would be interesting to see what it comes down to. They would they just they have to hope to pick up that Titans game. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Okay. All right. We'll but, see how uh, it goes. Sherman, uh, to you, sir, I have a question. You write, you mad. Mike White should still be QB one for the Jets when Zach Wilson returns. Obed. Hell, you might be right. Yeah, you are you right, dude. Because Zach Wilson out, you know, uh, he was out this past week. Might be out for a few weeks due to the lower leg injury. Mike White showed up, shocked the hell out of the league. You know, coming up with that victory over the Cincinnati Bengals. I don't think anyone expected that, um, especially from a backup QB. Uh, but the fact the fact remains that uh, Mike White and two appearances, you know, coming from last week and and and, um, and from this week. He has just as many touchdown passes as Zach Wilson does in damn near a third of the time he's been on the field. Okay. Yes. And over, over half of over and just over half of the yardage that Zach Wilson does. Zach Wilson was not ready. Okay. Let me say that Zach Wilson again, was not ready to play it again. Rookie QB struggles. I said it before. Mike White, no, he hasn't been a starter in this league, but he's been in the league since 2018 when he was drafted. Okay. He's been in the, he's been around it. He's absorbed the knowledge. He's seen the game. Zach Wilson is a fresh eyed rookie, dude. And again, these rookie QBs, I don't believe in starting rookie QBs right away. And Zach Wilson was 100% proof of him, of a, of a player not being ready for the show. That's it. Let Mike White. Ride it out until he's no longer hot. You want to bring Wilson back in, maybe later on, with an injury, whatever the case is. If he's if he's rocking next week, I mean, who the the Jets play? What the Colts is coming week? Got a tough one against the Bills after that, and the Dolphins two divisional opponents there. We're gonna yeah. see if he can step up, and he got an easy one against the Texans. But 
If he can rock out and at least keep it interesting. I'm not saying the Jets are about to go on a run and make the playoff and all this nonsense. They're two and five. No, the Jets are the Jets. We all know who they are. You know, you know, yeah. But if he can kind of keep it steady and play good, sound, fundamental football and, you know, let him, let him rock out. Let him rock, say, let him rock out, dude. Yeah. They look like a completely different team with him back there in the helm. He looks like the, and, and a part of me is like, okay, you got to understand that this guy came off of the bench and no one has any tape to know what he's capable of. Let's okay. have one week. You know what I mean? Like let's have mm-hmm. one week of everybody watching the all 22 and let's see what Mike White looks like next week. Mm-hmm. Um, but the peripherals are there. The numbers look good. His, uh, you know, at his ability to play within the confines of the game and like just lead a productive offense. And I love that they went ahead and played that trick play to him and through the, uh, the Philly Philly or whatever the hell that play is. Yeah. Philly uh, special. Yeah. 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 That was nice. That was nice. Yeah. It was, it was a nice little touch, especially for that. I think he, uh, he had the most yardage, you know, uh, first game for a rookie quarterback. I think he, uh, he just beat Titan Manning's record. Uh, which uh, is insane. We're not, we're not a rookie quarterback for a first time starter. QB. Yeah, first yeah. time starter. Okay. Yeah, first yeah. time starter. Uh, mm-hmm. Which is, you know, fan, amazing. Amazing. Like you said, you, you got to give that a chance to keep going. If that's, you got to see what you got there. Right. Right. It's yeah. just amazing. You know, like I said, dude, his numbers are looking better already for these one and a half games that he's played than Zach Wilson, who was playing, you know, what four and a half games? If you want to call that a half game against New England, you know, yeah. it's it's just amazing. So we'll see how that goes. Let's get into the uh, week nine picks. Obed week eight um was an okay week. Okay week for each of us. Both went ten and five. So uh, I think I'm only just a one game up on you on the standings overall. But let's get into the week nine picks. First up, as they aforementioned, New York Jets at the Indianapolis Colts this uh, Thursday night. Uh, I'm gonna go Indianapolis again. Like I said, even though the, uh, I think it might be interesting with Mike White, I still think the Colts will come out with the victory. Yeah, I got to agree with you on that one. I, I like the way Annapolis has been playing. Michael Pittman Jr. is putting his name on the map. This is great. Uh, you know, Carson Wentz looks like he's starting to play a lot better. Uh, reuniting with Frank Wright really did something for him. So let's go Colts. Yep. Cleveland at Cincinnati for the Battle of Ohio. I think Cincinnati has got to bounce back from that terrible loss to the Jets. Cleveland, it's not looking good for them either. I think they need this win just as bad, but I'm going to pick Cincinnati. Yeah, Cleveland has so much like negative publicity around them right now with everything mm-hmm. going on with Odell Beckham Jr. I mean, yeah. you have a disgruntled player, just just trade him. You're not even going to give him reps in game. Just trade him. Uh, you hold on to him. You make it worse. It makes no sense. Cincinnati. Denver at Dallas. You know, we just talked about uh, Von Miller being traded away from the Broncos. That doesn't help their defense whatsoever. So Dallas, we know, can put up numbers. So Cowboys, even, even without Dak Prescott, if Dak Prescott does not play, I'll still go Cowboys. I think what they found in Cooper Rush allows them to be confident that like we don't have to push our quarterback back. We can do things outside that that every other team does. Like they look like they, the game plan for the Cowboys looked exactly like the uh, the Detroit Lions versus the Rams. They were scrappy. They did what they had to do, and they made it work. Mm-hmm. Um, let's go Dallas. Houston at Miami. Houston's a terrible team. Miami did not make the trade for Deshaun Watson as some expected they would at the trade deadline. That would have obviously been a bad PR uh, issue for them, but Miami ended all the way in this one. Yeah, I got to go with you on that one. I mean, Houston is just, it's just bad. Let's just go Miami. Atlanta at New Orleans. Um, again, no Seamus Winston. Not sure. It's Trevor Simeon probably going to be the QB uh, this week, but I'm going to go Falcons. Yeah, I like the Falcons in this one, just in that, you know, I'm not 100% sure what New Orleans is going to look like. 
is I, I don't know who their quarterback's going to be, right? We the uh, uh, Taysom Hill has not passed through the concussion protocol yet. He might not make it through. He hasn't played since week five. This is there's no lock that he's going to be back there, and I just don't think Trevor Simeon is going to get it done. We haven't looked, seen him look effective in a number of years now. So, mm. um, uh, but yeah, let's let's go with uh, Atlanta. Las Vegas at the New York football Giants. Uh, Giants played a good game against Kansas City we just talked about, but I'm going to say the Raiders. You know, this is an, a, a dome team from the West Coast playing outside in New York. Mm. I wonder. And they've got some drama amongst them as well. I don't know what mm. their offense is going to look like. Hmm. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go Las Vegas because they should be able to figure out a win. David okay. Carr is playing well. The Giants are not a, a, a tough team. Mm-hmm. You know, he went to he went to um Gonzaga, Gonzaga, didn't he? Derek Derek Carr? Yeah, he went to Gonzaga, right? Uh Derek Carr. No. Derek he went Carr. to San Diego State. No, where did he go? He went to the same place that uh 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 Devontae Adams went to. Did they have Dante Adams go to San Diego State? No, he, I thought he went to Fresno State. Fresno no, State. No, no. His brother, his brother David Carr went to Fresno State, California State. I think. Devontae Adams and him went to the same went to the same school. So wherever wherever Derek Carr went, that's where Devontae Adams went. Okay. Did Devontae Adams go to Fresno it State? It was it was Fresno State. It was Fresno okay. State. Okay, okay. So that's so what I thought. Fresno State, yeah. Okay. Um, okay. Okay. Sorry. So you know, and that Fresno State, that's also a hot weather place. So I don't know. Okay, I'm gonna stay with Las Vegas with the talent. I'm gonna stay with the talent. <laughs> okay all right all right yep and Devontae, they both went to fresno state yep all right we got that sorted out um new england at carolina you know i was gonna pick carolina i think i'm actually gonna pick switch my pick to new england i don't know why um carolina's got some injuries christian mccaffrey is still out sam donald had a hot start to the year got pretty banged up i'm actually gonna yeah you know what i'm, gonna, I'm changing my pick to new england okay nice yeah, um, you know, there was, I just heard that they're planning to start PJ Walker. So I'm mm. also going to change my pick to New England. <laughs> okay. No Sam Darnold in this one. No okay. Sam Darnold this one. No Christian McCaffrey from what I've heard. So, yeah. Okay. Um, yeah. Buffalo at Jacksonville. Easy one here. Let's go Bills. Yeah, let's go Buffalo. Yep. Minnesota at Baltimore. Baltimore, I think, needs this one. Minnesota had a tough loss against the backup QB in, in Dallas, but uh, it's in it's in Baltimore. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go Ravens. It's in Baltimore, and Baltimore's had two weeks of prepare for this game. Let's go Ravens. Chargers at Eagles. Eagles put up numbers against the Lions, although it was against the Lions. But Chargers coming off uh, win. But uh, I you know what's funny. I feel like this is a weird one where Philly could sneak out a win, but I'm gonna go LA. Yeah, another road game for the Chargers. They just took that uh, loss at uh, New England, um, which I didn't even expect that to happen, but that felt great. Um, yeah, I'm going to go L.A. They need this win, and they have the, the talent out there to do it. Yeah, it's going to be it's going to be kind of an interesting one. I I I feel like you know, just, but, yeah. no, but the the Patriots one that was that was in L.A. By the way, that was in L.A. Oh snap! I forgot. Yeah, that was in L.A. Um, Green Bay at Kansas City. We talked about a little bit before earlier. No Aaron Rodgers. No win for the Packers. Chiefs all the way. Yeah, I just I don't have any faith in uh, Jordan Love. Uh, it's going to be the Chiefs. Arizona at San Francisco. Interesting matchup, divisional matchup here, but uh. I'm going to go Cardinals. You know, it's weird. I want to go San Francisco 
because you they're know, getting I, healthy yeah, at the Kid, right George, time. George Kittle might be coming back. You know? you know, I just, I know that Jimmy Garoppolo is bad, but we'll see wh- whatever Kyler Murray looks like. And I do have Kyler Murray on my team. Please feel bad for me. Alms for the poor. <laughs> my Kyler Murray is injured. Um, uh, but um, I think that uh, San Francisco might have a chance in a little bit of a dogfight if they don't, because listen, you're going to send Nick Bosa after this guy. You know what I mean? It's going to be, it's going to be, you're going to be hard pressed to keep it going. Now they do have weapons. I think AJ Green just went on COVID uh, 19. So that's more Rondale Moore. Mm. Rondale's a bad man. Mm. It's going to yeah. be interesting. I feel like yeah. this could go either way here. I, I agree. I think this is yeah. a toss up play. And yeah, I think, and AJ Green is out for this game yeah. too. And Murray is still, but it's not, he's a luxury. He's a luxury. They have Zach Ertz. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. All right. Um, Sunday night matchup, Tennessee at Los Angeles Rams. Again, we talked about it. No Derrick Henry of the Titans. I think the Rams crush this one. 100%. Um, last one, Monday night football, Chicago Bears at the Pittsburgh Steelers. Justin Fields played a decent game against San Fran. Didn't get the win. It's going to take him a while to get used to the system as well, too. Another rookie QB. Pittsburgh should definitely win this one. Completely agree with you on that one. I think that well, while Chicago looked fantastic because Matt Nagy didn't coach. <laughs> they they, they could, looked better without their head coach. You know, I, I think I think that that's not going to be enough there. Just finding out, I think Allen Robinson has an ankle injury or something like that that he's been playing through, which is he's a he's a tough guy. I would shut him down and let him get healthy. Um, he just looks dejected out there. Uh, I think this is a good opportunity for Pittsburgh to get like an easy cupcake W, you know, just have the terrible towels flowing and get get the win. Yep. Yep. For sure. I get you. I got you there. Well, ladies and gentlemen, that is going to do it for us this week here on what's the word entertainment. Appreciate you joining in as always. Obed, any last words for the people before we head out? You know, uh, it's getting to be wintertime. Holidays are coming and I want us to, to show some respect to the holidays. Let's put some respect on the names of the holidays. We have not sat down and in and respected the joy of family at Thanksgiving and people are so die hard trying to sell me on Christmas. Listen, it is not <laughs> time for Christmas. Okay. People, people be sleeping on Thanksgiving, yo. They go right. I, they go I, from I, Halloween straight to Christmas. I, I was very upset. Very, very upset. We have a bunch of days. They, th- Cyber Monday, Black Friday. Don't mm. let me get into it. Okay. <laughs> I don't want to have to do it. Sorry, mom. I had to do it. You got, are you gonna be on one of them cast on bowls at three o'clock in the morning on, on them on the lines at Best Buy trying to trying to cop a TV for fifty dollars off? Come on, man. absolutely not. That what <laughs> you do is you go and shop for stuff. So a lot of these places like Target and Costco will refund you the difference if the price drops mm, before facts. like Christmas. Yeah. So just go shop. They just need you to spend the money. <laughs> yep, yep. You said it best, man. Well, folks, appreciate you joining in once again. As always, don't forget to check us out on Twitter at the WWENT for a bed. I am sure we will catch you guys next time. Peace. Peace.